Hello, everyone. Welcome back to this week's episode of the Space Social Podcast. I am recording this on Friday. I'm packing to go to Taylor Swift in Arizona tomorrow. I am so excited and I cannot wait to tell you about it. There is a guest on next week's podcast episode, but the following week, I promise I will start the episode with how the concert was. I don't want to give too much away because I know some of you are going to see it, but uh, I'm so excited. I've been listening to her nonstop for five months. It took me five hours to buy her tickets. And I, you know what? I'm going to tell you the first time I saw Taylor Swift. It was in 2016. I saw 1989. It was incredible. I went with my best friend and I'm going with her and her wife this time which I'm so excited to go with them because I love and adore them. My husband was going to come, but we couldn't find childcare. So last minute, he's not coming and I'm not even going to stress about it. I'm going to have the best time. I have my outfit. I worked in my outfit a couple of days ago because I think you create your own excitement in life. And I'm so excited. I actually sent out an email on Friday about Taylor Swift and how she is, the reason she's so famous is because she is an, an incredible storyteller. And that's why we all relate to her work so much is because her, these experiences that we think are singularly ours are not. We all go through it and we think that we're the only one. So when she sings it to our heart, we love it. And I am so excited to go sing my lungs out for... I don't know, however long she decides. I really hope to hear the man. I hope to hear, I, I, what's it called? I bet you think about me. My son and I love singing that song together. I love the song Invisible String. That song reminds me of my husband. I doubt she'll play it. Um, I'm honestly just so thrilled. I actually thought I liked the album Lover a lot more, but as I've been listening back to all of her music to prepare fully for the Eras tour, um, I, what? Lover was kind of a flop for me. Like there are some, there's like three incredible songs on there and the rest are just okay. Like I feel like myself skipping through the last 75% of the track of the album. So uh, that kind of surprised me to come upon that realization recently. I love 1989. That is my favorite album. I also love Midnight's. Her new album has been a huge win for me. I've, I love listening to it. I honestly listen to it on my way to bar every time I go to bar. So yeah, I'm a Swifty, as you can tell. And uh, I'm excited to get into this podcast with you today. So I was going through my podcast analytics because I go through all of my analytics because that's how you can tell what content is performing best to recreate similar content. And I released a podcast episode about 18 months ago where I talked about what I would do if I was to start my social media over today. So obviously this is telling me what you should do if you are planning on starting a business with your social media and you're like, I just don't know where to start. Obviously, I think Google is an incredible resource. I also think I am an incredible resource because I love social media and businesses and businesses on social media. So where I would very first start, literal before you even create the account, is if you have a name, an idea, which don't get hung up on it for so long, but also before I go into where you would start first, I want to tell, I don't, I've never said this on the podcast, but I named my business the Space Social instead of naming it like Jordan Crump LLC. The reason I named it the Space Social is because I 
know that one day this will be an agency and I won't necessarily be the face of it. There might be other faces. And I didn't want it to be my name. I wanted to be able to, at one point, maybe step back a little bit more. And I don't know if that point is in a year or in five years, um, but I wanted to make sure the name had room for growth. So that's just some advice I have for you. So before you even start anything, like even before you file for any sort of business license or anything, go online and make sure that the name is available on social media, on websites. That's what you have to do first because you can get so attached to a name and think that it's such a great idea and it might be so great that somebody else has already had it before. So you have to make sure you don't steal people's names because they don't like that. They do not. Um, I also have trademarked my business name because I do think it's really awesome and I don't want anybody to ever take it. So I went ahead and trademarked it too. I don't think that's something you have to do right at the beginning of your business, but that made me feel safe once I picked my name because, you know, if someone tries to name anything the space social, they're going to get a cease and desist. This piece of advice that I'm going to next, I'm going to skip over all like the legal things you have to do when you start a business. This is just because I am not a lawyer. (laughs) This is just what I would do for social media if you're making a social media plan for yourself. Um, Also, this is for people who maybe you feel a little stagnant in your social media. I hope you listen to this episode and maybe you have some ideas of next moves because this is definitely for everybody. So, The next thing I would do is pick at least two social media platforms to be on. And how you're going to pick this is I like all of my clients to have, I I have a two platform minimum. I'm sure I've said that on here before, but one has to be an outreach platform and one needs to be a nurture platform. So the outreach platform is TikTok. It's Pinterest. It's how you get in front of bigger audiences and get your name out there a little bit more. So brand awareness. And then the nurture platforms, obviously, TikTok, uh, what, what, not obviously TikTok, Instagram, obviously Instagram, Facebook, if you like that, LinkedIn, I think can be a, more of a nurturing platform because you're nurturing your um, professional connections. So I would pick one of each and then really work on just those two and building them. And if you're like, I want to build something else because sometimes at the beginning you have a lot of time. So you, you might have you know, you might have a little bit more time at the beginning, which is totally fine. If you are like, I want to do something else after that, you're going to have an SMS text list, or you're going to start building your email list. So that is what you're going to do. If you're like, this isn't enough, start building your email list. That is the most important thing because you own that information, right? So the next thing I would do if I had a new account, so first you've made sure that the name is available. So you're going to create the account and just make it private. Don't even make it a business account or anything. Just get the name, make the account private. This is exactly what I did when I started. And to be even more honest, I didn't know what name I wanted my business to be when I started. So I just made up, I literally, I think it was like every single person in my family's initial so that nobody could find the account, which is very odd. And I started practicing showing up on my Instagram stories just because 
it is kind of a learning curve and that it's not a bad thing and practice makes perfect. But honestly, there are times where I see memories of my Instagram stories and I'm like, oh my God, I, I look like an idiot saying that two years ago. I just feel like the more you practice, the more you can show up in your authority with more confidence. You really know what you're saying, but it just takes more practice and showing up. And many of my clients struggle with that at first. And it's not a bad thing. I don't shame them. And I'm so, I am so supportive because I'm just so happy they're trying, but that's the most important thing you can do is try. So once you get the account, make it private. I would start messing with your bio. See what you think you want your bio to be. Um, It's tough because I think when I started, I definitely went to my competitors to see what bios they had just kind of because I didn't know where to start so do not copy but I think that doing some competitor analysis and kind of seeing what works and then maybe you can switch up certain like and I'm not saying to copy for love of God do not be like this is Jordan's telling us to copy just see what the industry standard is so um I also I switched my bio around last week like this is an ever changing thing. Like you can literally just test a bio while your account's on private, see what you think of it, and then keep testing and keep seeing what works for you. Um, your bio can and should be changing. It doesn't have to be the same thing forever. I honestly, at the beginning of this year, all of my clients, we did a, a bio refresh. We just went and looked at it and made sure it still felt good for us. And you know what? Everyone we updated. Everyone wanted to a little update. They wanted a little refresh. So practice what you want your bio to be. I would also, so this is third step, start creating highlights. Um, I think it's great when you launch your page to have at least, you know, four to five highlights. So you're going to have an about you. You're going to have a how to work with you highlight. So when people come to your page, they can already see all of those things. It's already set up. Gorgeous. Uh, you're also going to want to make sure you have a good profile picture. I see so many profile pictures that are not good every single day. It makes me so sad. So what I want you to do is to have your photo from at least, and this is if you're a service-based provider, if you're the face of your company, if you're a product-based um, provi- uh, provider, is that what I want to say? Yeah. You can just have your logo or you know whatever else you want. But if you are the face of your company, you're going to want chest up. I want people to be able to see your eyes. I think that it's so important that your audience can see you, that they can, I think the eyes are a way that we trust people. We want to make eye contact because we want to make connection. So I see so many people who have, their eyes are not looking at the camera in their profile picture. And I'm like, why, why would you have that? It's not creating trust automatically. So now that you have your profile set up, you've kind of messed around with it for a little bit. I need you to just set a launch date and stick with it. I think that many times as entrepreneurs and people in general, we can get really caught up in perfection. And honestly, this can be your B effort. This doesn't have to be perfect. You're going to start learning and growing the day you release it, but you have to launch. And yeah, I just think as entrepreneurs, we meet so many people, you know, when people tell when you tell people you're an entrepreneur, a lot of the times it it brings a lot of interesting conversations including things that people didn't want to risk doing but dreams they had. And it's, you know, it's kind of sad and I don't want you to be that. If this is something you feel really passionate about and you are going to be able to f- do it safe safely financially, I think that it's really fun and 
I mean, I'm not suggesting it for everyone. I've said that on past episodes. This isn't for everybody, but if you can make it happen, you just have to launch it. So I know it can feel scary to make your business pro. So actually, by the way, when you launch it, you do need to make it a business profile and categorize, um, you know, your Instagram and your TikToks and your Pinterest, you know, make sure that it's categorized correctly. I mostly talk about Instagram on here because that's where most of my clients find me and I just have a lot of fun on on it. I will say, and I know this is a total sidebar, I'm having so much fun on TikTok these days. I had a viral video in December and I've kind of not taken my foot off the gas. I've been having a lot of fun over there. (laughs) So I, uh, you know, it's a fun one to try out. My launch date was you know, I had picked the day I wanted to have my launch date, but I also, for me, it was important to have my website and brand semi-ready. And that's also been a very living thing in my business. I'm actually currently updating my website and making sure all of my brand assets are updated as well. So just know you don't have to put out the best thing ever. When I first started, I literally bought a $300 a website template and it was great for a year and then I was done with it. And if that's what you can do and what you can afford, I highly suggest it. It's really hard to build a website yourself sometimes, so that's why I did invest in a template at first, but you know, that's just me. You can you can do what you want. But I do think in your all of your social media bios, you need to have a link back to your website so people can find you and work with you and buy from you and get to know you. So that's also something I I really think needs to be set up before you start your business. Um, I also think something you could do upfront to save you a lot of time down the road is have your brand developed upfront. So even with working social media management with me, you start, we're doing a lot of work upfront. It's the same thing with starting social media and starting a business and making sure your social media business profiles are up to your standard. It's a lot of work upfront, but if you do the work upfront, it's not going to cause you so much pain and like, I don't know, wasting your time and growing pains down the road. It's going to be a lot easier to grow sustainably in your business if you have that ready for you up front. Again, if that's not something you can afford up front, that's totally fine. There's no shame. Like I said, my, my business, it's living and breathing. It's still still growing. We're still making updates constantly and yours is going to be the same. So it's okay if you need to start at a different spot. But I do think having a website is a great place to start. The next most important step is to stay consistent. Showing up on social media consistent consistently is what will make you stand out. When I very first started my business, I remember going to a website designer's page because I was considering hiring them. Uh, obviously, could not afford them. But also, I thought it was really interesting that they had no recent social media. They hadn't posted in you know, a few days and their Instagram story wasn't active. And as someone who is a social media manager, I want to work with people who also enjoy being consistent. And so that was just, I don't know, it wasn't my favorite thing. And I moved forward with somebody else. But I think it's so important to stay consistent, consistently be talking about what you're selling. Launch with an offer. When I first launched, I launched with a $45 offer, which is so cute. But honestly, it did so well. It w- and it felt good to have like a purpose in my launching of my business. I was like, hey, here's my business. And here's a special deal for the first week of my business. And it did so well. And I was so proud of myself. And I haven't done whatever I launched at that time. I would never launch today, especially for $45. But it was a great lesson to learn. And I think that 
it made showing up a little bit easier for me at the very beginning too because I knew what I needed to talk about. Show up consistently. Have fun on social media. Social media is fun. Like honestly, take time to have fun showing off your expertise. It it's a great place to be. I love social media. Obviously, that's why I do it. I know that this is a short, quick to the point episode, but I think that these are great and easy steps to start with. And if you're a little bit further in your business, the advice you're going to take is check back in with all of these. Is your bio what you want it to be? Is your cover photo what you want it to be? Is Are you posting as much on TikTok as you want to? Are you being as consistent in your business? Ask yourself those questions instead of the exact advice. You know, find find the lesson in it. Um, we have one final announcement. Remember, I'm only telling the podcast friends this and my close friends. We are launching a beta version of Social Media Management 101. I'm only talking about it within the close friends group and on the podcast. So what this is, is for six weeks, we will have calls where we'll go over Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest strategies, content strategy systems, and we'll have a graduation and wrap up. I will show you how I do all of my social media systems so that you can do your social media systems easier. This is for the mom who has part-time bad mental health. This is for the person who is busy and maybe for the person who can't quite afford a social media manager, but also doesn't want to waste their time trying to figure out how to create social media systems. You want to go to somebody who already knows what they're doing, who has clients who stay with them consistently, who has clients who stay long-term because they love these systems that I want to teach to you. So if that interests you, please message me on Instagram. I will add you to the close friends group and you can learn all about the offer in there because it's much more detailed over there. This is all I'm giving you over here. I would love to have you in that group. We're starting at the beginning of April. Uh, please rate review this podcast. I love hearing what you think of the podcast. Also, if you are in need of a social media manager, I am your gal. I'm taking on April and May clients right now and it's going to be so great for them. I feel like social media is really confusing right now and um, I try and share my knowledge as freely as possible. That's why I have a podcast is because I love sharing this with people and I try and do it on across my social media platforms as well. But um, it's really nice to have a social media manager who can navigate that for you so you can navigate other areas of your business. Um, you don't have to worry about the updates because I know the updates and I'll always know them. I stay on top of that. It's my job, literally. So I would love to work with you. April, May clients, let's go. And uh, we'll talk to you next week. We have a great guest. You're going to love her. See you soon.